0: Now it is time for It's the Way of Love Live. It's It's the the Way way of Love love Live. live.
1: The variety show committed to bringing you positive stories and life affirming messages.
0: Combined with enough inspirational music and satirical comedy to make it worth everyone's while. With informative interviews and dynamic guests, we present the best of what our global community has to offer. In a format we lovingly call short attention span theatre, we combine vaudevillian styles with futuristic sound effects technology for maximum entertainment value. Together we focus on the most important issues of the day by exploring informed and enlightened approaches wherever we can find them. Using serialized fiction we bring to life great stories from the past and sci-fi possibilities of the future. Thank you for joining us in our multimedia foray into the positive possibilities of our planet. Hang on, you never know what to expect. Here we go.
2: It's It's the Way of Love, live!
0: Live. Alright, come join me in this beautiful mountain meadow. We are experiencing the best of Earth. As those sounds of nature surround us, you can relax and get ready... It's The Way of Love Live. This is M.C. Hager, and we are live with some very exciting announcements for you today because we have entered into a wonderful partnership with a very extraordinary group, and we're going to be talking about all that that entails today. And so we would like to welcome a very special guest, and that is Michael DiMartino of Earthstock. Welcome, Michael.
3: Great. Thank you so much, Mark, for just uh, giving this uh, platform an opportunity to have a discourse. And because of everything that's unfolding rapidly in the quantum field, it's a very exciting moment to actually kind of strike and actually go more public with what's actually been happening uh, over the last few months, few years, and actually through uh, multiple lifetimes for all of us
0: absolutely and you know we're very happy to be able to uh play such an important role with you now as we step forward with earthstock so why don't you tell us a little bit about earthstock how did you uh come up with this idea and where where is it what is it and what are we about to launch
3: great again thank you so much well um Mm -hmm. by trade i am an event producer and media content creator and uh I, I love your station, big props to all the stuff you're doing there. And, uh, years ago in, um, 1994, well actually let's say this, since you're in Santa Cruz, it really started for me in 1987. It was Harmonic Convergence and yes. uh, I was supposed to go out and perform with Baba Tunde Olatunji out at, um, Telluride for the Harmonic Convergence concerts at the Grateful Dead. Well, I was on my way to go there when I stopped at the Hopi Indian Reservation, which happened to coincide with their sacred snake dance, which is a, a very ancient, pre-Columbian, um, feathered serpent, Koko Kahn, centric ceremony, uh-huh. that they still do there in the villages, and I ended up not making it to perform with Baba Olatunji and the Grateful Dead, and I end up staying on the Hopi Reservation and met Grandfather David and Thomas Banyaka. and what was incredible, right. They shared a lot of their prophecies and teachings to me about earth changes and the one hearts and the two hearts and humanity will come to a crossroad. And after that event we um we actually started to organize under the advisorship of the elders something called the World Unity Festival, which took place in nineteen ninety four. That's right. The amazing thing is because I lived in Santa Cruz. Um, on Friday, October 13th, 1989, I was actually instructed, uh, by my deep intuitive voice and spiritual guidance to leave Santa Cruz, to go out to Hopi land, to start working more directly with the Hopis. And if, for those of you who, um, know the history of Santa Cruz, it was actually like the day before the Loma Prieta earthquake hit. Oh,
0: we in remember
3: that. So it became very obvious that I felt deeply guided by, um this deep intuitive voice of spirit to keep moving forward so in 94 we created the world unity festival and drums around the world which was a worldwide drumming day and we brought in a lot of indigenous elders from around the world right. and music groups uh, unfortunately part of that event was actually really frowned upon by um uh certain powers that be because it's a very sensitive area out there as far as you know, what's happening with Peabody Coal and the whole idea of national sacrifice of that area. And there's a big energy extraction plan uh, that's calculated for that area.
0: You know what, So,
3: anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna interrupt event. you
0: there for a second. And that's because you mentioned Peabody Coal. And what we're gonna do for the show today is we're gonna bounce around and I'm gonna bring different sounds in from different elementals. Right now we're listening to earth sounds. But Peabody Cole is a very important topic of my first song today. And uh, we're talking really about everything that is coming to us in, in this world and what we are working to heal. And the earth needs healing because we've been scratching, we've been scraping, we've been digging into her. And here's one of my favorite songs that talks about that because really it's paradise and what we are doing is gonna hurt paradise and we need to heal it and peabody Cole, you better watch out when they come into paradise and that is what john prine sings in paradise by john prine
4: When I was a child, my family would travel Down to western Kentucky, where my parents were born And there's a backwards old town that's often remembered So many times that my memories are worn And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River, where paradise lay. Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late and ask Mr. Peabody's cold train has all it away Well, sometimes we'd travel right down the Green River To the abandoned old prison down by Avery Hill Where the air smelled like snakes and we'd shoot with our pistols But empty pop bottles was all we would kill. And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County, down by the Green River, where paradise lay? Well, I'm sorry, my son, but it's too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's gold train has hauled
2: it away.
4: the coal company came with the world's largest shovel And they tortured the timber and stripped all the land Well they dug further coal till the land was forsaken Then they rolled it all down as the progress of man And daddy won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River where paradise lay well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late in asking. Mr. Peabody's cold train has hauled it away. When I die, let my ashes float down the Green River. Let my soul roll on up to the Rochester Dam. I'll be halfway to heaven with paradise waiting. Just five miles away from wherever I am And Daddy, won't you take me back to Muhlenberg County Down by the Green River where paradise lays Well, I'm sorry, my son, but you're too late to ask me Mr. Peabody's gold train is hauled it
0: away yes mr peabody's call train hauled newtonburg county paradise away and it hauled also the mesas away so many of them didn't it? we are here this is mc hager and we are here with we have michael dimartino of earthstock welcome back michael
3: Great, thank you so much. Great, great selection. Was that uh, spontaneous? That was such a perfect segue. I know, no, I, I had to go with it. It
0: wasn't. I, I had it set, and I'm like, oh, he gave me Peabody Cole. I got to just take it,
3: and so we did. And, great. And well, it I, again, well. Uh, I just uh, as we get to know each other, great world of respect for all the skill sets and resources and dimensions that you work your magic in, and just. Which is, uh, as we get through our story this afternoon, we'll talk more yes. about what's happening in real time. But uh,
0: Oh, that's um, right. That's right. And, you know, uh, so going along with this playlist, and uh, I want to talk about the wonderful things, uh, you know, the, there's a great history of conservation here. And uh, we're talking about an event coming up in September 24th and 25th, Earthstock. And it's in Nevada County, and you know, Nevada County, Grass Valley, that whole area was one and considered in many ways one of the birthplaces of environmental activism because of the energy that people put against hydraulic mining in the late 1800s in your area. And so, uh, reflect on the depth, if you might, for a second, Michael, of in America here and the, how just i know you and i in many ways started at the harmonic convergence in the eighties but it, it goes a lot longer it's it's much before that we're standing on the shoulders of giants
3: aren't we absolutely and i think you know part of coming up with the brand Earthstock, of course is we were inspired by the concept of woodstock which was a zeitgeist moment in human history where so many things came together at the same time from the anti-war movement to the health food movement, to the civil rights movement, to the back-to-the-land movement. You had people like Steve Gaskin uh, doing the caravan uh, across the country. You had an explosion uh, on things like um, psychedelics and, and consciousness expansion, uh, art, yeah. music, so many levels. Things were just exploding. It was this whole renaissance. And then, of course, if you think about like even theatrical productions like Hair, you know, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Well it's true that was the dawning of the age of it and what's interesting is right now literally over the last few months three different principal planets all moved from capricorn into aquarius so now we are actually entering into this Aquarian age which is interesting because it actually coincided with kind of the ending of the shelter in place and planet lockdown from the the last year and a half of what has been happening with covid but absolutely i know a lot of the original Baby boomers, the summer lovers, the, the music, you know, groups like the Doors, Jimi Hendrix, Grateful Dead, Janis Joplin, the, the, the writers, the poets, the mm-hmm. Gary Snyders, the Jack Kerouacs, the Ken Keseys and you know, of what? the world's. Uh, I'm going to add know, one more to that explosion. list.
0: I'm going to add one more to that list, and we're going to come to all those Woodstock era artists and talk about them. But I would go, in fact, all the way back to Woody Guthrie talking about, in this case, the Dustbow Blues. This is The Talking Dustbow Blues by Woody Guthrie.
5: Back in 1927, I had a little farm and I called that heaven. Well, the prices up and the rain come down and I hauled my crops all into town. I got the money. Bought clothes and groceries, fed the kids and raised the family. Rain quit and the wind got high and a black hole dust storm filled the sky and I swapped my farm for a Ford machine and I poured it full of this gas Eileen and I started rocking and rolling over the mountains out towards the old peach bowl. Way up yonder on a mountain road, I had a hot motor and a heavy load. I was a-going pretty fast, I wasn't even stopping. A-bouncing up and down like popcorn popping I had a breakdown. I'm sort of a nervous bust-down of some kind. There was a feller there, a mechanic feller, said it was engine trouble. Way up yonder on a mountain curve, it's way up yonder in the piney wood. And I give that rolling Ford a shove, and I was gonna coast as far as I could. Commence coasting, picking up speed. Was a hairpin turn. I didn't make it. Man alive, I'm a telling you, the fiddles and the guitars really flew. That Ford took off like a flying squirrel, and it flew halfway around the world scattered wives and children's all over the side of that mountain. We got out to the west coast broke, so that gum hungry I thought I'd croak, and I bummed up a spud or two, and my wife fixed up a tater stew. We poured the kids full of it. I defend too, though. You could read a magazine right through it. I always have figured that if it had have been just a little bit thinner, some of these here politicians could have seen through it.
0: That was Talking Dust Blues by Woody Guthrie. This is MC Hager, and we've gone down by the river now. We're going to enter the water element. It's Way of Love Live, KBCZ 89.3. We are talking about Earthstock, taking stock in ourselves, our communities, and our planet. And we are very happy to have on the line with us the founder of Earthstock, Michael Martino. Welcome back, Michael.
3: Great. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I know, you know, we have a lot to discuss, and of course, it's great just to have the music do the talking, too, because I think, uh, you know, words can only express so much, and music is such an important part of our history and also the future and how we can regenerate ourselves and inspire ourselves through music. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna t- I just want to take us on a quick uh, accelerated chronological uh, history of kind of what brings us to the present day, and, and we can, as we get towards the end of the show... Um, move more into the present-day field and then hopefully start activating listeners to get mm-hmm. involved. But That's
0: right. Again, so let's, let's start first by telling them so that they know where they can find out more about EarthStock and that we're talking about an event at the Nevada Nevada County Fairgrounds 24th and 25th of September. Where can they go to find uh, out more about it?
3: September 25th and
0: 6th. Oh, 25th and 6th, thank you.
3: Yeah. Where can they go to so find people, out more Yeah, people can go to earthstock.net. Again, earthstock, uh, I mean, it started as a festival idea, but it's really morphed into something much larger. It's a regenerative event for whole system change. Um, And that means in areas of health and wellness, of environment and ecology, from peace and justice, from traditional ecological knowledge and indigenous communities being heard, um, from the empowerment of women, uh, for the, the raising up of our youth, for respect around, and, and even uh, other things like uh, food and water security, uh, conscious and emergency preparedness—all of these things are, are very relative to what EarthStock is about. And what it's really about is is education and initiating mm-hmm. solutions. So again, that's on September 25th and 6th right. at Nevada County. Fairgrounds in Grass Valley, uh, which has been voted one of the most beautiful fairgrounds in the country. It sure it's really is. a special.
0: So we're, uh, place we're sitting to be able by the, the event. We're sitting by the river right now, and I am fascinated with the fact that you have designed the event around the four elements. And so we're going through the elements through the show. We already went through Earth. Now we're in water. Tell us a little bit about that design, and then we'll do that advanced and quick uh, hurry through the timeline and take us into some water songs. But tell us how you envisioned all those elements in your design.
3: Well, you know, part of regenerative design is nature self-organizes and there's a natural um, parallel mythology that happens from the invisible universes to the tangible universe to actually how we um, do things and create things, everything from ceremony to music, all of these things, which are kind of in my wheelhouse as a producer. So when we started to uh, design the site, we said, well, let's design the site in a sacred circle. It's a universal symbol, which is based on a holistic democracy, not a hierarchy. Then mm-hmm. in the four directions, let's set up each of the central stages as an elemental stage, earth, water, fire, and air. Nice. Um, then from that, within that wheel, we wanted to design out the different villages that bring in all the different aspects of regenerative culture or community resilience. Um, We're doing uh, an area for uh, indigenous wisdom keepers and traditional ecological knowledge. We're going to have a a beautiful visionary and visual arts gallery. Uh, We'll have an area where various healers will be sharing their healing modalities. We're also going to have a whole area with uh, kind of a green market and echo village where people can actually get their hands dirty doing uh, non-toxic construction and looking at various uh, alternatives and, again, solutions um, as far as helping to cure kind of the broken um, paradigm and system that has really been mm-hmm. doing so much destruction, not not only to the planet, but to um, our families, to, to our children, uh, to our elders, to our communities. So, so we're designing the whole thing out as a sacred circle, bringing together all the elements, kind of like, as Black Elk said, restoring the sacred hoop and making it as a gamified experience where people can go around and if they do every experience at the end, you actually become like a, a earth stack steward. The exciting thing nice. about it is with technology, uh, we'll be using multiple platforms. We will be streaming what we call the earth stage, which is our primary stage, which will have an eclectic mix of uh, different styles of music from around the world. But we are also working with some of the people um, that developed the VR aspect of the uh, the Burning Man Festival. So we are gonna have a very unique virtual reality experience, Indeed, um, and part of that will be not just the experience itself, but starting to build out these platforms where again, people can plug into solutions. There can be click-through links to different organizations and people and content that are all bringing together all of these various solutions, individuals, organizations, Uh, tribal members etc and and for me the real fascinating part is when we designed the event which we've we've done a couple smaller um kind of uh beta tests up here in pioneer park over the last few years that what emerges that our symbol should be a tree and what's been amazing it really there's so much symbolism in that of the tree of life you know the world roots and wings and and really the the intention and message behind earth stock is if we all gather in that sacred circle with all of our various knowledge and insights and we water the common root of this tree of life and the tree of humanity, then everybody's individual branch will prosper, flourish and bear fruit. Because mm-hmm. right now, you can see without looking too far, there's so much divisiveness in the world.
0: Yes. And, and we're going to talk about that water, the water that brings the nourishment and refreshment to the root. Uh, but why don't you give us a quick overview and and finalize how how you got to this point here and and Great. how we're able Thank to bring you. So, this.
3: So again, um, you know, back in uh, eighty seven, Harmonic Convergence, mm-hmm. living in Santa Cruz, went out to uh, go do Harmonic Convergence, met the Hopi elders. Uh, I started to be privy to some of their teachings and prophecies. Uh, at eighty nine, I moved out there full time to work with them to directly to create the World Unity Festival. Which happened uh, as a one-week event in August of 1994. I will also say during that event was the birth of Miracle, which is the first of now several white buffalos that were born. Yes. So the whole acknowledgement of this kind of being another affirmation of these uh, this tribe of people, these Rainbow Warriors, being activated and coming back to the, you know, help bring solutions to the planet. Mm-hmm. So. That was a major event, we had uh, over 20,000 people and we did a worldwide drumming, kind of uh, simultaneous prayer for unity. Um, I do wanna accentuate and emphasize, in none of what we're doing are we trying to do anything that's overly political or against anything. All we're right. saying is we have to be for the commonality of humanity, first and foremost from a spiritual perspective, and then we have to look at our similarities and we have to come up with solutions to benefit all people. After yeah, that, fair. in 1999, I did uh, uh, Celebrating the Ending of the Millennium. It was called uh, Drumming in the New Millennium at actually the Pyramids of Egypt. We did a two-day event there. and We brought in some of the people from like the Solar Institute in Hoplin, and just a whole amazing group of luminaries and uh, did the festival and a Nile trip. We got to go into the Great Pyramid. So that was, uh, I wouldn't call it a festival. Mm-hmm. You know, again, uh, high-level activation doorways. Sure kind of posing as festivals um in a way that it's attractive there's art and there's music where people come and they have these incredible transformational experiences um and then in after 99 uh i kind of sat dormant for a while because doing these kind of large events is really takes a lot of time energy and bandwidth and then after going to tulum mexico between uh 1998 and uh 2012 i was asked to put on an event at the pyramids of chichen itza Mm -hmm. to acknowledge and celebrate the ending of the mayan calendar um and we had people like don miguel ruiz and and performers there we did a a big uh five-day event right there in the village of piste at the entrance of chichen itza you know we connected to that we connected to your feet. And, and what that symbolizes is the coming back together of our yes. understanding that spirituality, our spiritual beings and our physical dimension are not separate.
0: Yes, not we, we actually it on It's connected. a Way of Love Live connected to that feed and uh, uh, put it out on uh, uh, back on, on that very day and uh, we're so happy to be able to connect direct to Chichen Itza for that very special time and uh We're so very glad that you brought it forward and are making a new purpose and new intent. And, you know, water is, you know, first, like we we talked about the Dust Bowl and Woody Guthrie and and the earth. They started realizing the impact when they saw the dust going up. Well, in the 60s, they started to realize that it was affecting the water. And so I found a couple songs which are very uh, interesting. They both have the same name. Don't go near the water because it's not water. As Johnny Cash says, it's not water anymore. And so this is what we're dealing with, folks, when at the time the Cuyahoga River caught fire, and this is what he's singing about. And we're going to go to Don't Go Near the Water by Johnny Cash. Don't go near the water,
6: children See the fish all dead upon the shore Don't go near the water Cause the water isn't water anymore From the fountains and the mountains Comes the water running cool and clear and blue And it comes down from the hills And it goes down to the towns and passes through When it gets down to the cities Then the water turns into a dirty gray Cause it's poisoned and polluted By the people as it goes along its way Don't go near the water, children See the fish all dead upon the shore
2: Don't go near the water, cause the water isn't water
6: anymore. I was sitting on the bank of the lake at home, fishing with my little boy. I said, have you got a bite yet, son? He said, no, sir. Have you, Daddy? I said, I believe we got a nipple. He said, Daddy, if we catch a fish, can we cook him and eat him? I said, maybe we better not, son, they say that It may not be safe to eat the fish in this water anymore. Don't go near the water, children, see the fish all dead upon the shore. Don't go near the water, cause the water isn't water anymore. Don't go near the water, children, see the fish all dead upon the shore. Don't go near the water, cause the water isn't water anymore. Don't go near the water, children, see the fish all dead upon the shore. Don't go near the water, cause the water isn't water anymore.
0: So that the children can go back to the water But you know there's, there's different forms of water The water is such a unifying force for us humans And you know how I here, MC Hager at It's a Way of Love Live KBCZ 89.3 Love to show us how everything's connected And so I love the fact that just a few years before Another famous band uh, Not Johnny Cash Did a song about don't go near the water and of course they were talking about the same problem but in, in, but in the ocean and this was a group that was very connected to the ocean and that they were feeling the same thing shows me how this blood life blood, this water that is what connects all of us is so fundamental and when we can't go near it it's it's a really it's a wake-up call folks because we are in it And so here are the Beach Boys with Don't Go Near the Water.
2: Don't go near
1: the water Don't you think it's sad
3: What's
2: happened to the water Our water's going bad Oceans, rivers, lakes and streams Have all been touched by man Poison floating out to sea Now threatens life on land
4: Don't go near the water
2: Ain't it safe?
0: go into the air and the breeze and we take a deep breath. Go ahead. Yes, all the elements come together in the air. And we are very happy to be talking about all of the elements and how to celebrate them with Michael DiMartino of Earthstock. Welcome, Michael.
3: Great, thank you so much much. It's really honored to be able to have this platform and opportunity to speak with you and to be on the show and also our emerging uh, friendship and and collaborative collaborative partnerships. So thanks again, Mark.
0: Indeed. So now Earthstock, of course, is this event coming up on 25th and 26th in September, but it's really a long-term vision, a long-term commitment to the earth, our community, and ourselves, isn't it? You want to speak to that a little bit?
3: Absolutely, and uh, you, you did say because it's an actual physical event, um, and there will be a, a live stream broadcast of the event globally. And then we also are building off a VR platform. That a lot of the intention behind this is to aggregate solutions in one location <clears throat> to bring awareness to the whole sacred hoop of wheel of regenerative culture and solutions that are available to us right now and of course every day technology and a lot of these things are changing so how can we continue to onboard these solutions as they break in real time so in the future uh we are planning some other of uh, course you know earthstock festival as an event every year but we're also um looking at doing earthstock as a traveling kind of expo mm-hmm. and what's really exciting is with people you know like yourself and also some of the people i've been working with uh as advisors over the years people like kevin danaher who was the founder of green festival and rachel linden from green Lifestyles network who puts on these amazing uh regenerative sustainable film festivals that we see the potential of taking this out as an expo and doing some touring so even though there will be the big uh a festival event every year, there will also will be a traveling expo component, and then wow. part of that is that's just to raise awareness so people can go and actually uh, get into our whole template and design of the different products and solutions and curriculums and content that we'll also be offering to help empower them uh, in their own life. And of course, we know now there's so many different platforms and social media uh, alternatives, but they be able to go to one location that's highly vetted with the highest level of curated content, it's just really exciting to look at how we can fast track uh, people implementing solutions into their life, whether it's, you know, a subtle lifestyle change, whether it's taking responsibility for the toxicity of products they use as far as beauty products on their own body, which affects their health and then it affects their environment and water, whether it's uh, cleaning products or landscaping and gardening, that there is something for everyone there, or it's talking to larger companies that do things like how do we bioremediate our entire watershed using um, alternative technologies. So it's, it's very uh, accessible, and we'll continue to aggregate that out for, for generations to come. As long as there's issues to solve, there should be solutions available for people to access.
0: And one of the things I love about your approach, Michael, is that it's it's very broad and encompassing. And there's a, a lot of different entertainment and a lot of different knowledge being shared, a lot of different ceremony and art. And uh, I dare say, you know, here at It's a Way of Love Live, we like combining all these things and we like combining comedy. And so uh, for the air section of our broadcast today, I'm going to incorporate a little comedy. And that is from Tom Lair, our UCSC famous singer and comedian and political commentarian, Pollution, talking about this was what was happening in the 60s and it's still happening today. So take a deep breath of the clear air where you might be and listen to Pollution by Tom Lair for It's the Way of laughs. Laughs.
7: You will find it very pretty. Just two things of which you must beware. Don't drink the water and don't breathe the air. Pollution, pollution, we got smog and sewage and mud. Turn on your tap and get hot and cold running crud. The halibuts and the sturgeons being wiped out by detergents. Fish gotta swim and birds gotta fly. But they don't last long if they try. Pollution, pollution, you can use the latest toothpaste and then rinse your mouth with industrial waste. Just go out for a breath of air And you'll be ready for Medicare The city streets are really quite a thrill If the hoods don't get you, the monoxide will Pollution, pollution Wear a gas mask and a veil Then you can breathe long as you don't inhale Lots of things there that you can drink But stay away from the kitchen sink, throw out your breakfast garbage, and I've got a hunch that the folks downstream will drink it for lunch. So go to the city, see the crazy people there, like lambs to the slaughter. They're drinking the water and breathing (laughs) the air.
0: We can breathe the air because of so much that has happened, you know, the Clean Air Act was passed and we actually in many places in many ways have cleaner air than we did did back then. And uh, we are celebrating Earth Stock, taking stock in ourselves, our communities and our planet. A wonderful series of events kicking off 26th and 27th at Nevada City Fairgrounds, one of the most beautiful fairgrounds in the world. And, you know, we talk and, and we're talking, we're going to be talking more with Michael Martino, And uh, we are placing it in the context of the elements. And you may have heard we've gone through earth, water and wind. And so you kind of know where we're going now. And we're going to be sitting down by a campfire. But I want to talk just a second about how strange it is when these elements mix in, in unusual ways. And so as our transition into fire. I'm going to play a song by Randy Newman that is about the Cuyahoga River catching fire and how unusual that was, how shocking that was to people because we didn't think that fire and water mixed. But if we're not careful, they do mix. And this is a very beautiful song about just the awakening that happened with people when they realized that rivers can catch fire. So we'll be right back with more Earthstock and Michael DiMartino, but right now we're going to burn on with Randy Newman.
1: There's a red moon rising on the Cuyahoga River rolling into Cleveland to the lake There's a red on the Cuyahoga River, rolling into Cleveland to the lake. There's an oil barge winding down the Cuyahoga River, rolling into Cleveland to the lake. And oil bars winding down the Cuyahoga River, rolling into Cleveland to the lake. Cleveland, city of light, city of magic. Cleveland, city of light, you're calling me. And even now, I can remember. Cause the cat of whole river goes smoking through my dreams. Burn on, big river. Burn on. Burn on, big river. Burn on. Now the Lord can make you tumble The Lord can make you turn The Lord can make you overflow But the Lord can't make you burn Burn on, big river Burn on Burn on Burn
0: on. That's Burn On by Randy Newman. You're listening to It's a Way of Love Live, and we are talking about the Earth and Earthstock. We're now settling into our campfire for our last of the elements fire and what a transition. Burn on Big River, what a concept. So welcome back, Michael DiMartino, Martino, founder of EarthStock.
3: Great, thank you so much. And uh, I love just how you've aligned the music with the narrative, and that's how we weave mythology together, and that's how we create legacy, and that's how we also make the whole message so pertinent and and relevant to the moment. And I think both of of us can testify to the incredible amount of synchronicities that have occurred just really over the last few weeks and months that have helped us bring us closer to the actualization of the potentiality of EarthStock. And uh, I will say, at the event, the fire stage is being curated uh, by Magnolia Thomas, where we're going to have some of the best uh, DJs and music producers uh, from really not just the U.S. but other countries. That'll be uh, igniting your spirit through dance music. And I like how you brought in the water piece because after we did the uh, event in 2012, I just I kind of every time I do these big mega events, you know, when you're dealing with hundreds of people and personalities and tons of logistics and then thousands of attendees it can be really taxing especially when you do it as a not a cookie cutter experience but you're really trying to make it something unique as a transformational experience where people can come and have their life changed and as Ram Dass said the greatest institution of social change happens in the human heart we can't we can't always be trying to change minds we have to inspire people's hearts to become part of the active solution which ties into the Hopi prophecy of the Mm -hmm. one heart and the two hearts the one hearts walk with the spirit mind and body connected and do things in a very conscious way to benefit all beings but two hearts want to do that they want to be happy they want to be fulfilled but you're always somehow distracted and torn away by putting your energy or attention into worldly things that don't necessarily feed you spiritually mentally physical and that's what we talk about this idea Mm -hmm. of whole system design but I will say that the reason we're doing this event is um, three and a half years ago, we started, uh, because I'm an event producer by trade, we, I started to just say, how can I do events that, you know, how do you have a party with a purpose? Mm-hmm. So we started creating what was called the Water Protector Tour, mm-hmm. and we started to, to think global, but act local by just getting people in our bioregion, in our watershed, awake and activated, which is the Sacramento River Watershed, which mm-hmm. extends from the glacial waters of Mount Shasta into the Sacramento uh, Basin, the Sacramento Delta, and of course out into the Bay Area. And it's a huge important part of, of California's economy, the fifth largest economy in the world, but it's also yes. a huge part of California's water that feeds agriculture, that, that basically since we live in this Mediterranean desert climate, is such a vital yes. component and key to life.
0: And so threatened so right by, now.
3: Yeah, so by doing this water protector tour, uh, and my partner with that and the Sacramento River Watershed Project, Bob Saunders, and mm-hmm. I, I think he's listening in. He sends a big thumbs up. We yes. started doing the Water Protector Tour, and we actually realized by doing grassroots uh, action and activism, bringing people together in these watershed circles mm-hmm. to talk about regional issues and how to address them, we found a lot of connectivity with people, and, and not just people, individuals, but also uh, people who work in government, city yes. officials, some of it anemic, some of it enlightened, and also connecting with people from various tribes, you know, the Miwa, yes. the Maidu, the Nisinau. So,
0: so the Nis- I, Nis- I want to ask about a particular kind of person, because I think it's a great place to start, and that's young people, and you're going to hear a transition coming in here. Uh, I know that you have some things uh, focused on the young people, and so when it comes to these shows, I want to ask you, where do the children play?
3: sounds like
0: cat stevens about that's right that's right you guessed it in this case yusuf islam and where do the children play and we'll be talking about how there are places and interactive activities for all ages but since you said it let's go ahead with the song
8: you can get anything I know we've come a long way we're changing day to day tell me where do the children play Well, you roll on roads Over fresh green grass For your lorry loads Pumping petrol gas And you make them long And you make them tough But they just go on and on it seems that you can't get off, no I know we've come a long way We're changing day to day But tell me, where do the children play? You make us cry. Yes, will you tell us when to live? Will you tell us when to die? I, I know we've come a long way. We're changing day, We're changing day to day. But tell, me where. tell me, where do the children
0: 25th and 26th at the Nevada County Fairgrounds, and there are a lot of amazing bands that are going to be there, and one that I heard of is Big Brother and the Holding Company, so as we prepare to finish our conversation with Michael Martino, we're going to play The Hall of the Mountain King by Big Brother and the Holding Company, because after you've gone that long journey, I know we've come a long way. You come to the center, and the center is that tree that grows in the mountains, and you enter the hall, the sacred space of the Mountain King, Big Brother, and the Holding Company. And we're going to talk through this one. It's an instrumental, and you know how we like to do it, so we're going to have our last words with Michael DiMartino. Michael, thank you so much for coming in today and really uh, sharing this amazing opportunity. I'm so happy to be a part of EarthStock. Why don't you tell our listeners again how they can find out more?
3: Great, yeah, they can go to uh, a website, earthstock.net, and from there, again, we're going to be putting up the uh, final schedule this week. Uh, so that's super exciting. There's all the material there that you can use to help spread the word and promote it because we are going to be live streaming it. You can participate and watch from anywhere and there will also be a virtual reality experience. But the reality is EarthStock is something that's an experience we can all share because sometimes, uh, you know, to go out, we have to go in. So as opposed to a, a, a festival, even though there'll be lots of experiences and things happening, it'll be very immersive. That it's just an expression of what's happening in the human heart, what's happening with this whole explosive renaissance. I think when we look through history, whenever there's been these great kind of pandemic situations, that there's always an explosive renaissance. So this is something that it involves all of us. It's not just one person. It's not something that's over there. It's a whole renaissance and a wave of regenerative awareness that's coming around the planet to help bring a, uh, a healthy, holistic, uh, narrative into the story of a broken old toxic paradigm and it's easy to see without looking too far that now is the time we are the ones and we want to inspire everyone to action to take responsibility for themselves and their relationship to each other human interrelations and to the planet yes. and to the elders and to the youth and and healing healing some of the uh a, a, a bad behavior we've had with our indigenous yes. brothers and sisters around the world and again you can find more information on Earthstock. Net.
0: Thank you so much. And we're, of course, going to continue to be uh, sharing, promoting, and part of it. And can I say that we're going to be broadcasting live on the 26th for It's the Way of Love live from Ersta? Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm, I, 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 that's, you see, that's what happens in the quantum field. We create right on the spot. But what's nice is when you have people like you, Mark, work the media and production and the nuts and bolts of things who can make it happen. So absolutely.
0: Well, that's right. And so happy. It's been a wonderful It's a Way of Love Live. We're going to be back next week and we're going to be back, back again and again with Earthstock and Michael Martino. Thank you so much for coming in and, and talking with us this week, Michael.
3: It's been an honor. So thank you. And thank you, everyone, for taking a few moments of your sacred time and energy to listen and to become part of this incredible wave of transformation that's going all around the planet
0: here we go, thanks again to Michael Martino. and you know, these sort of things happen because people are wonderful people and it's a wonderful world we want to remember that and end on a super positive note because we are making it happen folks we are making it, MC Hager, Michael Martino, and our growing community of earth conscious and really committed people And so, remember, What a Wonderful World We Live In, by Louis Armstrong. We'll be back next week, the same place, with more of It's the Way of Love, live.
9: I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. I, I watch them grow They'll like much more Than I'll never knew, And I think to myself What a wonderful world Yes, I think to myself What a wonderful